Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast, My Hero Academia edition. Today, we are talking about My Hero Academia Season 6, the next four episodes of My Hero Academia from 18 all the way to 21. And we have the My Hero Enthusiast with us, Miss Andrea Alanis. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. A little tired, was out and about in the city, so... I'm ready to just talk to my hero because I've been itching to talk about it for a few weeks now. Yeah. And before we even get to it, uh, for people who watch my hero or listen to this podcast, uh, this is the second to last one of this season because the next time we are back, season six will actually be over. It's 25 episodes and episode 22 will be this Saturday, March 4th. So, Andrew, we're, we're at the end of season six. I know, and we're almost at the end of the end, like right at the start of the first episode of this little block. I mean, it really, it gets into like, I forget the verbiage that they use, but it was basically like the final, the final something. And I'm like, oh my God, that really hit me that my hero is almost over. We've been repeating it. You've been repeating it to me forever, but like seeing it on the screen of like actually knowing it's really almost done. Mm -hmm. Okay. So last time we left off, I mean, everything was in, in Billions' terms, shambles. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the war was over. People were recovering. The Todoroki stuff, mm-hmm. uh, people breaking out of prison. And then, oh, fin- yeah. and then finally, Midoriya fully leaving um, the school of Class 1A. So then before he is off with... I guess this is jumping a little bit. How do you feel now about this? It's really almost a covert team in a sense. Right. It so- is. And so for me, because for anybody just new joining us, like I don't read the manga, Martin, I don't think you've read the manga either. Um, so when it came to kind of the spoilers that we knew he was going off on his own, I really thought he was going to be solo, solo, like 100% on his own he ditched All Might. He ditched everybody. I had no idea he was going to have a sort of like covert team, like you're saying, um, kind of backing him up a little bit. I'm getting the sense after these episodes that he might still like go off on his own own here in a second. But that was a welcome surprise to me. And I'm glad that he's not completely on his own. But I was surprised pleasantly by that. Yeah, I didn't think he'd be on his own own. I knew he was leaving the school like that was a 100 percent. Like yeah. when I said he was going to be on his own, it's like he's leaving UA to be of like work undercover and all of that uh, stuff. So that's that's at the end of this episode we're going to talk about. So we'll jump back to that. But at the beginning of this episode, it's literally titled the two the main protagonists antagonists Shigaraki and Midoriya. In this episode, before Midoriya fully wakes up and he leaves all that jazz. He's in his um head, literally, yeah. yeah, talking to the previous wielders of One for All because they even said before you wake up, we got to have a little chat, yeah. and they're talking about the situation. And blatantly, I mean, Shigaraki's grandma asked him, "Is like, can you kill? Would you kill him?" So when you heard that, what were your thoughts? My immediate thought was like, "Oh, Martin, <laughs> Martin," she said it. My thing though, it was like it hit me harder because like obviously all of the previous vestiges are asking but for nana to be the one to like go up walk up to him and have this very like i mean she was determined 
but you could tell there was pain in the fact that she she was the one asking point blank can you kill my grandson like she didn't say it like that but you know we know it's her grandson Mm -hmm. and like so for her to be like can you do it can you kill him it was like oof oof like you didn't want to have one of the other ones ask instead of her but i mean it does hit harder because it is her asking and the fact that she is kind of aware that shigaraki may be a completely lost cause and you know for family like that's something very difficult to like come to terms with but yeah so that was my first thought was coming back to you like straight up and we've had that conversation where it's like yeah and they also during this whole meeting they kind of really put to midoriya like yeah you're probably going to be the last one yeah and the reason they brought that up too which that it i guess from uh shouting out blue lock from an ego perspective Mm -hmm. that made me like you know just a little up because there have been times where i've told you i was like i think he's going to be the greatest hero ever because he dies maybe because he dies stopping all for one in shigaragi once and for all and now them saying that he's going to be the last wielder of this i'm like well that's more there's more of a possibility of him going out in the end but they also said with the which was very interesting how um i think it was the the danger sense person said like one for all that he died of old age but was only 40 40. yeah at 40 and And he had one for all for 18 years so 40 minus 18 he was in his young 20s and they truly explained that since the quirk is getting stronger and stronger like it's best with someone who does not have a quirk quirk. yeah because that's wild that he died at 40 all might had one for all for 40 years yes so that is and then brought back to your thing like he may be the last one which now i'm I'm like he is going to be the last one but like we've seen in the um opening of this show and mm-hmm. the closing the talk no jutsu stuff coming in midoriya gives his spiel yeah. saying oh he you know want to try and save him it looks like he was in pain mm-hmm. yada yada he's done so many bad things I, I want all that stuff but you know and then nana's crying and all of that so what did you think of that and do you think that's going to change i don't think that's going to change i think there's going to be a talk no jutsu i think it's going to be very difficult but i think there is going to be a talk no jutsu moment for me the kind of part of the opening where you're seeing kind of like Deku's like, I don't want to say vigilante mask, but like when he goes off on his own and kind of like that, because we at the end of the episode that we're going to finish this podcast on, you kind of see a little bit of, at least to me, I feel like I saw a little bit of hardening in his eyes, like getting really like kind of fed up in a way almost. But so that layer comes off and he's back to like his, you know, I'll call it his pure self, whatever, his idyllic self. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with Shigaraki, the layers that peel off, to me, the layers kind of remind me of trauma. So like Deku's trauma comes from the war. So it's like kind of one layer coming off. And then Shigaraki, it peels back and it's him as a small child. So like it's, it's, yeah, I, I think Deku's going to get in there, the talk no jutsu and save him but i don't necessarily think this is going to be like a naruto sasuke moment where like 
Shigaraki gets off with, you know, just kind of being able to do something in the shadows. I do think Shigaraki is going to have to be like locked up or maybe they're going to do something, make it a part of the new justice system that if you do like horrible atrocities with your quirk, they're going to erase your quirk. Yeah, I don't, this, no, it won't be anything near the Sasuke thing. That dynamic was completely oh, right. different. Right. There's the closest, the absolute closest, which anytime he did it with the person, they died would be like a obito like that's right. the closest thing and he dies in the end so it's like that's the absolute closest but i i don't think i don't know with shigaraki and all for one i don't think you get to that point because all for one you you do have to kill him yeah no all for one yeah no which still don't know how it's gonna happen because if you let's say you detain all for one and shigaraki again as long as he's alive he can just make more and more plans to yeah get out control the next like his influence is everywhere everywhere as we've seen with the jail and all of that stuff so you do have this moment though once he finally wakes up um his mom is there which is still funny enough dude's halfway to death and no father to be seen right right i'm sorry like circling back to the whole like the one for all is like better with people that are quirkless. The first thing that popped in my head was like, fuck, what if Deku isn't actually quirkless? Like, what if what if the theory that Garaki took Deku's quirk as a child is true? So then technically, is it still totally true that he the like imprint his original quirk would have left in his body is truly gone? Like, and if if not, then if he doesn't, you know, do the sacrifice play per se would this quirk because he's going to be the last one with it would this quirk kill him sooner because he's not giving it away again that it's not going anywhere else and he technically might have already had a quirk so if there is that like that memory that cellular memory of quirks even if he doesn't have it anymore like could that be a thing that he's gonna die like super young and that's why he's narrating it as like He's dying of old age, but he's only like 35 or some shit. Like, yeah, it could be. It it could be with that. So then we just go to the thing where obviously then Hawks, Blue Genius confront All Might by one for all. Mm-hmm. They talk, all that stuff. And then again, they leave. And then you have the covert team of Endeavor, Hawks, Blue Genius. Well, first they do their public conference. They, they the talk conference. about uh, Dobby stuff. They talk about um, Hawks killing twice. That was kind of anticlimactic to me. Like, I know they needed it to be, like, very, like, point blank. Like, yes, this was true. What Dobby said about this was not true. But what I'm saying about my family, what he said about the family, that is true. And it would, like, I I don't know. Maybe I just really wanted there to be more. But it was pretty short and pretty, like, to the point. Yeah, short to the point. I mean, Endeavor doing the call for, like, the heroes out there, especially that one guy who I felt so for- bad for, who got the stuff thrown at him, like the washer-dryer dude. Who yeah, was it's like, a girl. They're, it's uh, a girl? Oh, I yeah. thought it was a guy. No, 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 no. Uh, the, the washing machine hero, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it's just Wash, isn't Wash. it? Well, I, Wash got treated like poo, yeah, and then yeah. they show Wash as, like, you know, like, oh, maybe watching I should do that, Watching the conference, yeah. And then you see other, like, heroes thinking, like, if they want to do it or not. And then they leave, and then finally, like we've already said the last episode, he leaves, gives the truth about one for all to like some of the students. 
and yeah, then leaves leaves the school. All it of them. Like he wrote a note to everybody. I honestly thought he was really going to only leave like a general note saying that he was leaving, but then like a full on like thank you so much only to Uraraka, and we only get to hear her letter where he does say thank you for everything, blah blah blah. But everybody had a letter, and not to like say Deku wasn't friends with everybody, but like the first person we know that says something about the letter is Mineta that he runs up like. Midoriya left me a letter, blah, blah, and everybody else has letters in their hands, so I think he wrote it to literally everybody. No, he did write it to everyone, all of them there. It's just the last person he sees, Uraka. I think in these past four episodes, you were focused on that. My focus is on the two people you do not see get the letters, obviously, mm-hmm. Todoroki and Bakugo. Bakugo. Obviously, I mean, he didn't, I don't, knowing him, he didn't put in there, like, All Might and Bakugo, well, obviously, like, Bakugo's known about the secret for X amount and didn't say yeah. anything, yada, yada. But, like, I would want to see what Todoroki would have said. And I also, because his letter to Bakugo would have to be completely different than everyone else's. Because it's yeah. not about the secret. So, those two were not shown. Those two actually have not been shown since the hospital. Yeah. So, I, my assumption from a, from usually the rival character's perspective is Baku's already somewhere, like, training. Like, he's yeah. like, you probably left because you thought I'm too weak, which you're not. But... All right. that stuff, but those are the two interested. Then I find it interesting how All Might, Midoriya, Hawks, Endeavor, Best Genus, these are the five that are going to be all for one in Shigaraki once and for all. Which in these past episodes, I'm like, I, I it doesn't make sense to me. I don't because think that's going to be. Well, I these are the five who are the we're the only they're the only five looking for Shigaraki and all for one. That's true. Which doesn't make sense to me because we literally just, if we couldn't beat them. With the full force, basically with a split army. With prep, with prep time, like you knew what was happening. You still couldn't beat them. I don't know how you five are going to beat him when they have more people and you guys have significantly less because their plan is to use Midoriya to draw Mm -hmm. them out and then beat them. But I don't know how that's going to go on that the only thing that on this episode that's the similar stuff is since this stuff is based on like america like has a lot of american comic influence and all that stuff mm-hmm. all my and Midoriya's relationship now since Midoriya's the one going out there almost providing the support all that stuff it's now become a more batman alfred relationship i was about to say that yeah that's what it is now i mean he's there back he's on the he's on the comms giving directions Midoriya comes back, you know, heals him up, gives him food back. And then it's like, that's their new relationship now, which, again, that's stuff from American comics. Anything else on this first episode? Uh, I think the only thing else to note that I really thought was interesting that I didn't see coming was during the press conference, they're setting up kind of like quasi um, safe zones and that they're trying to evacuate all Mm -hmm. uh, lay citizens into basically any hero. high schools that have enough space and security. So Mm -hmm. like they basically have put out a nationwide alert of like, Hey, like please evacuate to your nearest. And that basically puts the other students on notice because up until it's the start of the next episode, but up until that point, it's like, okay, we know there's UA high school. We know there's at least a couple other hero high schools, but that doesn't cover the whole of Japan. Like, I think like they also, don't know. They don't have any idea where he, where they are at all. Like they don't know. Hey, th- they're camping out close to here, or they're 
in the northern half of here, like they they have no idea. They're just kind of they really are throwing Midoriya out like fishing, just throwing him out there, reeling him back in when he needs to check in for food, water, like all that good stuff, and then casting him back out. Of course, he's kind of casting himself out there, but still, like that's they don't know anybody's in that city. They have no idea. Yeah, but they've gotten to a point too where they trust him because that's why I think it's so crazy how these five are going to catch every jailbreaker mm-hmm. in the whole country and also find the two main bad guys and beat the two main really? bad guys. Well, we could yeah. obviously they know more about the abilities and all that stuff, but it's just it's but wild to think that it's like it makes no sense. All for one could also just be out here stealing quirks again. I mean, you're getting true. more quirks. That's true. The more time they take, the stronger they... It's it's a horrible cat and, mask game, cat and mouse game from that regard. So yes. then you, you go into the next episode called Full Power. And I'm not going to lie, the beginning of this episode really pissed me off. Not for the way the civilians felt. Yeah, right. I, again, I fully understand it. It's the fact that why... In my hero academia's green earth, after <laughs> everyone is decimated, and we were calling for these people for the other school finally decides to show up. I that know. makes no sense. No, that was where I was just like, Wait, oh, look, look, it's yo, like it's yo, and then the weird turtleneck girl that like goes <laughs> into her own body. Like, why the hell weren't y'all part of like anything? Like, really, if you're gonna put a mass alert to all these heroes. And you're going to use the UA, like, provisionally licensed freshmen. Why would you not use the provisionally licensed third years of these other schools? Why? Why? Like, I don't wh- get it. It makes no sense for them to be here now. Like, it, it's truly mind-boggling. Like, why are you here post-fact when we could have used all of you? I mean, I know you were. I know I got to a point where I was like, they're not coming, Andrew. And you were like, I know no, I they're really, still coming. I was really hoping. I was, I was holding out hope. I was so, I was, yes. I really thought that they were going to pop in there and do something. But part of the reason that they're, you know, on screen now is, again, because of the call to make all of the hero high schools shelters. So we see Yo and I don't know her name, basically going out to talk to the civilians about like evacuating behind the safety lines back behind the high school so that they can protect them and all that good stuff. And they're like, we don't trust y'all to protect us. Like Mm -hmm. what basically calling them on the shit is like, how, how are we more protected behind y'all's lines when y'all were doing, we're supposed to protect us on our lines and you still didn't. The place is still wild, still crazy. You like, whatever. Like I didn't, I felt frustrated like watching it because like I know logically having provisionally licensed and the licensed heroes like on campus is safer than these people like protecting themselves but if that's the route that they want to take that's the route they want to take so I felt like there were a couple more back and forth than needed I was like y'all y'all just you know turn tail and go go back home like just Whatever. Just, and then and then muscular shows up. That's like, true. We have a return oh. from the class of season three, which was one of Midoriya's um iconic moments, the one for all one million percent protecting that yeah. kid. But just go like the school thing is just still baffling because these are third years who are showing up and it's like yeah. okay, 
if you just wanted to send out your older, I yeah, they're third years. Third years, yeah. They're um, they're all a million and like they're the big threes age. But why didn't you? Okay, if you did want to send your first and second years into the thing, fine. But you could have sent your third years are about to graduate. They if they're at the third year, you have your provisional right. license. Right. So it's like the fact that they didn't send anyone is just. I just want my my thing is I wonder if the commission even called them like if the commission was like no we can't tell like all of the high schools because like we don't know where the leak is or like we we if we alert the other schools and you know maybe the villains would notice like I just want to know why they weren't there like what was the thought process because at you y'all should have known you needed more because okay alternate reality Hawks doesn't kill twice Twice. Mm -hmm. they would have been overrun with one person's quirk like yeah why would you not have more people why and i'll i'm gonna put it out there right now i don't think we're um i don't think we're done with twice as quirk really oh no i from especially after when we get to it the final episode of this fourth thing all for one is just he's on a whole different level planet he's he's always been oh my god he's he could have foreseen that there could have been a situation like if he because he's like, you know, if I was in command of the hero thing, I would kill twice too. remember. I, I could see him having twice his quirk in the closet somewhere in a secret lab where the doctor had a secret. Lab. I'm, I don't think it's over. I pray it is. Oh, God, I pray it is. I really do. But you do have the blast from the past. With Midoriya and Muscular. and Yes. Even Muscular is like, he's like, oh, I know that voice. Even masked up and everything. Let's go. Like, I kind of forgot how much, like, uh, what was his name? Was it Rappa? The person that uh, Kirishima and Fatgum fought? The one that used to do, like, UFC fighting, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just, Just out for blood. Just wanted to fucking fight. I forgot that was what Muscular was like. And so, like, watching the new fight or the redone fight. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but you also see fully a new quirk. Yes. Um, you see smoke screen. And see. when we get to some other stuff, when we get to the last episode, like this is another quirk that he gets. Obviously, it's really good from a hero standpoint of blinding enemies, covert going in, mm-hmm. like saving people without being seen. So you see that. And then you also see. I, I, I again, I don't know how many push-ups or how many people muscular was beating up, but let's just say he's a little bit stronger than he was at season three. Let's just right. say he's a little tiny bit because he's been right. training in the jail and all that stuff. You see how far Midoriya has came from season three to yep. season six because once he hit him with Detroit Smash, Delaware Smash, it was over. It was. And part of the reason for that, I will say, from what I understood, is Yo's um Yo is the one with the vibrate quirk, the one that kind of looked like uh Midoriya, but not quite so much. He had the vibrate quirk, and so yep. he basically let out his vibrations on muscular's external muscles at full force. Of course, it didn't really appear to do much. However, mm-hmm. as the fight progressed, Midoriya kind of recalled, like, hey, like when you overexert your muscles, they kind of like peel back like layers. And so he also placed that Detroit smash in like the exact place it needed to be from that, like delayed damage or overexertion of those external, like armoring muscle. 
um, on muscular, which was part of, because of Yo's vibrate quirk, which was great. Um, I was actually surprised Midori is still top level functioning because when he did this, it was 45%. I was really hoping we were going to get another jump to where his max would be closer to like 55. No, because even I had to, because I even forgot he was at 45 because at the end of this episode that just came out and they showed the yes. 45, I was like, oh, he went up. And then I was like, oh, no, he's no, still he's, 45. He's, he's still at 45. Which is, which is fine. But yeah, he, after, I mean, once, <laughs> I mean, when you see the, when we talk about the improvements from the, like, oh, true. yes, for it, sure. It's fine right now. But again, one punch after that stuff. And uh, Muscular's out, which is crazy to think about how that fight was in Season 3. And he delivers Muscular to jail, comes back. Yep. You know, the Alpha relationship eats some food, then he's off again. I will say one of the biggest things from this episode, too, was obviously his talk with Gran Torino. He's like, hey, man. Gran Torino's like, oh, Nana's still crying, even in death. Then Gran Torino's like, man, I should have been the one to kill Shigaraki. Like, don't be stubborn. Sometimes death. Yeah, sometimes is saving them is which... saving them. Yeah, is putting. I mean, it, it's saving them from themselves and doing even more unspeakably horrible things. What I will say, call back to the previous episode. Mm-hmm. The way Nana said, "What is Gran Torino's first name?" Surahiko. Mm-hmm. Um, our decision came back to haunt us, or I mean... our decision, like that. It was the both of them. I think. He is Shigaraki's grandfather. Oh, I don't. Oh, I, man, I don't am know. convinced. I can't. It's their kid. It was their kid. I am convinced. No way. No way. Because then I'm just sitting the here way, like the, the maybe the translation is off, but the way it was said, the way she also clung to him when she cried, like I was getting the feeling. I feel like it's true. I feel like. Her son is her and Gran Torino's son. I don't know. I mean, the cling part, I, I feel like that's a little stretch because, well, right, I mean, if you're like, super close to someone, like, even if you had a kid or not, like, you're super close, you can cling like that to someone. Yeah, yeah, no, truly. Yes, that was giving me feelers, though. And then the way she delivered the line, I really should have written it down. But the way she delivered the line, or at least it was translated in the sub, really made me like our decision it was our decision like hers and his and i'm like unless it just means that she talked to him about it and that was his advice which i mean that could be totally plausible but i think it's the both of them i just i I just can't can't i can't see for the fact that both parents of shigaraki it was his dad because she was shigaraki's mom dad's mom mm-hmm. i can't just see like both of them just because that would be even because of both of them up and leave then shigaraki's dad should be the villain right right but well, uh, and I, that's the other thing because we he only ever talked about his mom we never really knew what happened to his dad but i wonder if it was kind of like hey since you're also a hero like we'll keep you out of the picture or whatever and i don't know i just mm, i didn't that's those well, are the keep it keep it for your own We'll swing, I mean, keep it on your list of, you know, your potential things. My, like my when I said people, theories. yeah, like when I said people were, di- like when I was like, oh, Midnight or Eraser's dying and I, 
and he was leaving, hang on to that like that, and then maybe season seven you can be like, you know what? It's fine. It's my turn. I told y'all that it's true. Like this I just is feel like it's not important enough that we would actually get that reveal because I feel like I don't know. But the thing is, I feel like that would have if it would have been revealed. It would have happened when Shigaraki, when I thought he put a hole in Gran Torino's chest. I know you, when you said Gran Torino was done, that he was dead, I was like, nah. Like I, I, I mean, the, the angle, the angle looked like his, he got his heart taken out, literally. Yeah. That's when I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. But I do like, finally, like, Gran Torino gave Midoriya his little cape thing. So, you know, he's wearing that. that. Even that was though I was super, cute. I'm still super pissed how I thought. Shigaraki's one was going to be his grandma's one. But I no, know just... that would have been so dope. But Tragic. No, just I messed that up. Like, there. Dress that up. Next episode you had was Hired Gun. Uh, with this one, because I told you uh, at our last one how I said she was Hawks' predecessor. Mm-hmm. So, and you were like, oh, I was like, well, you yeah, know, she's, she's the real deal. So now, even before that, you see this um, mutant woman. Being attacked by like civilians thinking she's a villain, which yeah, she's not. And then you know, Midori saved her. Midori's like, "Hey, I understand why you guys are uneasy, but look, she's not fighting. She's not resisting. She's, just, she's scared. Like she's not hostile. Like whatever." Mm-hmm. And then yeah, the the whole yeah. And then he was like, "Why'd you you know why'd you come out right now? Like when it's dark?" And she's like, "I was getting scared and da da da. I didn't." shelter right away blah blah blah. And it was, yeah then all my all my takes her to the shelter you know doing the whole alfred mm-hmm. stuff and then you go back inside midoriya's brain where the very first one for all user is telling the second and third like hey uh you know it's 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 kind of getting to that point where we you might get into the out. final to the, the final battle are you- face to the wall they're just facing the wall not engaging and we're kind of just like is it for me i shouldn't say we I was just kind of like, um, are your vestiges just not coming through? Like, what, what is this? Because they were just head to head to the wall, not saying shit. It looks like now, from now seeing that and like analyzing, it looks like each person decides when, like, they have their own when they want to help. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's they like were they even t- like, yeah, you're ready. Yeah, let's yeah. let's go. Let's ahead. help. Yeah. And they even talked about, like, the second and third talking about they were alive when One for All was at the peak of his power. Like, when All for One was at the peak of his power, I was like, God, that's a scary time to live. Yeah. Like, and they were fighting. Um, their problem was... They were similar that, outfits. Like, they, like... They, they were, like, in the out. same... They, yeah. they had to be in, like, the same thing. But their problem is they don't... Like, when Midori's like, oh, I could save... Whatchamacallit, Sugar Rock. They don't agree with that. Because, like... And I get it. From other anime standpoint, if you're the ones who were born in the war times, right, and like all you were doing was fighting, and you see all for one killing everyone, you're like, how could we save someone like that? And then obviously, Domadoria seeing his first encounter with the war, so mm-hmm. I get it from that thing because that's the same thing in real life. Like if you were born and living through World War One and Two, and then you're sitting during like peace times, and you're like, we can't do that, but. Uh, now we have Midoriya, you know, he's doing his thing, but we have a hired gun Yes, on the newest lady of the My Hero slash anime scene, Lady Nagan. Nagan, yep. yep. She is the new hottest thing on the block. Mm-hmm. So what did you think about her 
one appearance demeanor voice acting and oh, this the voice acting freaking top tier let's top tier voice acting appearance i i think they really hit the nail on the head of her level of emotional detachment mm-hmm. because like you said she was hawks's predecessor so she was a hero but she was the safety commission's hero and so as aptly named as this episode is she was the hired gun um we don't we didn't get too much into hawks's backstory where we see him kind of pulling out more situations like with the whole twice thing but Mm -hmm. it seems like for her she was doing that shit left and right yeah Um, that's more and that's definitely in the last the last episode where yes yes so i'll i'll not get too deep into that but the fact i mean the name of the episode to me was just so perfect especially considering that her quirk is i mean she lifts kind of at the elbow out comes the barrel of a gun just hired gun that's too perfect too freaking perfect but her emotional detachment her kind of like her current situation because in this sense she is the hired gun because all for one um kind of saw her escaping knew who she was was like so um i kind of want you to do this for me and she's like well why would i do that like you just let everybody else go without any sort of payback or directions or whatever why can't i go i don't remember what exactly he enticed her with but yeah. uh, he did talk about like her past about That's you true. know being like a um like she was the best shooter because that one hero they showed the commercial too he's like you know i was the if so-and-so wasn't around i'd be the best shooter in japan but right she is um around and you just see her like it's all strategic because everyone's getting attacked like all might gets attacked like his car goes flying like cuts communication off um even you see a flashback of hawks talking to midori he's like if this person comes out i want you to run run you need to run like so yeah that flashback i was like oh shit and i really thought about it i was like will midoriya listen will he listen and also just again like all for one is just it's crazy because he he doesn't even have to pay you in money and all stuff he's like oh you'll do this for me i'll give you a quirk like that is what we're doing now because Obviously, that rifle stuff and the modifying of her arm, that's her original quirk. All for one's just like, oh, here you go. Now you can air walk. Your your ability, you would have more range, you would blah, 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 blah. Like, it it really helped. Because she, I mean, yeah, she's a hired gun, but she's primarily more of a sniper. So, Mm -hmm. like, all of the limitations that come with being a sniper, he gives her a fucking air walk quirk. And she just tap dancing on the air, just like, boom. Boom, nonchalant. I'm just like, how the fuck do you use a quirk so well so easily? Or so so soon? Like what the fuck? How do you turn like from like anyone? Why would you turn down um all for one's thing? Which now if we find I think that's how he uh whoever it is, that's how he paid the traitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah, someone at that school that like 
that helps helps mm-hmm. with the current quirk, or maybe it's an exchange situation where like my quirk sucks, please give me a different one. Like, or it was someone like Midoriya who was quirkless and wanted to go to UA, and they're like, or wanted to work at UA. Oh, you yeah. want to go work there? You need a quirk? I'll do it. But once you give me, once I give you this, you got to pledge your Allegiance, loyalty to yeah. me. Yeah, but, well, but you, he's also such a manipulator. Could it be like, hey, uh, I have so and so like a distant relation, a parent or somebody is like, I did a favor for them back in the day. I could off them, which is skipping mm-hmm. to the next episode. Basically, I can off them because I put in basically what would you call that insurance? You he put in, <laughs> in in inside the quirk or the body or whatever, and just like. And I could just make, you know, make them go boom or (laughs) done whenever I want. So you have to do this. So like, there's so many different avenues you can take, but he really, I think they said it the best about when they were trying to explain or figure out, because Hawks was kind of confused. He's like, you know, why does, like, I understand why all for one needs Shigaraki's body, but like, why the hell does he need Shigaraki's hate like what shouldn't he have enough of like animosity or like strong feelings about like getting his brother back or getting the court Mm -hmm. back like shouldn't there be something and i don't remember who it was but he was like i don't know what it is but like all for one is always laughing and it's true because all for one is always got a big old fucking smile on his face like he he why wouldn't why wouldn't he he's always five he's five steps ahead every day right and so and basically nobody used the word but i wonder if in the english dub they're actually going to use the word sociopath or psychopath for him Uh, great thing on that english dub side note has two episodes coming this well by the time you listen to this area you had they had two episodes come out this weekend oh nice nice okay but yeah so i wonder if they're actually going to use that term because the the sub was just saying that he was heartless um that he, he probably has no emotion that he's heartless and it was like okay yeah. I, I it's so interesting with him because i want to know his backstory because for the fact that all of his abilities he has to be has to has to has to be like the f- descendant of that first kid with the quirk right like direct descendant so... yeah like he has to be, because there's no reason that he literally woke up. He's the one who has all for one and can steal quirks. Like you have to be a direct des- descendant, because it makes no sense for some random Joe Schmo to wake up with the ability to take anyone's quirk and then give the strongest quirk in the series to someone. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm honestly, my money is still on that. Uh, Higakure, the invisible girl, is really directly descended from. The, the shining baby because they are light related quirks. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that your thought is on that she's the traitor. No, no, I don't think she's the traitor. I am curious why the fuck she wasn't at, at the fight. Why wasn't Shinsho at the fight? Like why wasn't Monoma at the <sighs> Maybe because I'm I'm just saying those people I mean I don't think it's Shinsho, but I'm just saying no. it would be it's very convenient to be invisible because then no one could see if you have a crooked smile when you're telling them something. Right. Just saying. Right. But I, yeah. you go right into the next episode, this one that just came out this pat this Saturday, 
And it's and this the, is a full fight. This is it, the yeah, full it's fight. finally the full fight. Like the the last episode is like no introduction, you know, we're getting shot at, but this is the full fight and it's cat and mouse. Like it really oh no, before we go, just okay. real, uh, uh it can be combined to this. So she is not alone. No at all. She That's has right. Mr. She, Overhaul. She had somebody in tow, her little Overhaul, pet project. Which I'm not gonna lie, since he is He's not fully psychologically there. If he was fully there, I would be freaking out because I know the last one I made the thing. I was like, dude, if overhaul tells one for all about all for one about Aerie, it's over. I I feel like he knows about Aerie already. He fucking he, well, has he knows to. everything. He knew who Shizaki was. <laughs> my bet my guess. Oh no, you're right though, because Shigaraki never knew that that's how Shizaki made yep. the bullets. Yep. Oh, okay, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because that okay. goes back to the thing I said. Like he does. Like if he sells it, him again. If all for one finds out about Aerie, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no. There's no. You can get. You would great... have her like rewind him back to his like prime. prime. Oh fuck! Like there's no person you could get all the greatest writers of fiction, nonfiction in the world. There's no way you could write something like, oh, all for one gets Aries quirk and the heroes still win. That's impossible. Right. There's no writing that could do that. But you have this cat and mouse of Midoriya dodging the bullets. Mm-hmm. Lady Naga talking about her stuff, which there's a there's a lot to unpack yeah, there's there. There's a lot to unpack there. And it's so sad because like, oh, my God. But is it unexpected? Back. Yeah. Huh? Is it unexpected, though, when she was talking about like. No. The Hero Commission. No. It wasn't unexpected. I think for me, the the frequency at which, like, for her, like I mentioned earlier, like, her flashback, she she kind of made it sound like she was often people behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. And mm-hmm. so, with Hawks, though, we kind of got that sense of, okay, he's a, you know, double agent. They have him do all these things that are, like, you know, more covert, surveillance, whatever. But for up to what as far as we know, the only person that he had the mission to kill was twice. And so for her, it became more apparent of like, no, if if anything was going on, the commission didn't really want going on or felt like there was a movement that was gaining a little too much power would like shift um, public opinion or whatever. It's like, yeah, I'll just, just go ahead and go over there. And then, I mean, she, she did willingly kill the head of the commission well um, she did that after she got to a certain point because i mean they were right anytime she like she was killing she was offing a whole bunch of people like yeah. anytime the commission who okay they decide who like anytime they're like oh this hero is taking advantage of the system kill him yep. uh this villain and she was they were killing she was killing villains before they even committed a crime so i don't even know how you call someone a villain if they didn't commit the crime yet Right. She, they're like, oh, this person may. If anyone who's watched, like the whole, the whole kind of like the, they're they're plotting that they have like a terroristic plot and whatever. Them. But it's like for anyone out there who's ever watched like Captain America: Winter Soldier, where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we're making these machine guns to predict if someone's gonna do something bad, which that never works out in any form of fiction. But yeah, she was killing them. She's like, oh, if I kill anyone, it's like, does it make this place better? And you know, it's like, hey, if you start turning the other way, we're gonna have to put you down. And then she killed him. And even yeah. then, they said that she got, 
she killed that, a yeah, fellow she, hero. That she was that she was put in jail for killing other heroes, and they made it at least from the snippet of the paper I understood or like saw the translation for. Is they tried to make it sound like not like a quarrel, but that she just kind of went rogue and just started often heroes, and yeah. they didn't really mention about the commission. And I think the thing that got me though is when Hawks and Endeavor eventually got to the fight and she was able to talk to Hawks briefly. She thought when she killed the chairman that the commission would just be done. Cause when oh, no. Hawks is like, I'm I'm your replacement, she's like, Oh, so they kept so they kept. And it's like, uh, yeah, girlfriend, you really think you're gonna kill the chairman and the board's just gonna disappear. So, oh I'm, no, no, right? that is not how this world works. I would say, too, with that situation, it's it's not uncommon. Like, and I mean, you have the people who do the dirty work behind the scenes, you'd get no credit. Obviously, like, she wanted to shake those kids' hands, but anytime she saw her hand, it was all I the blood know, of all the people. That was so sad when, when, when they illustrated that. I was like, oh god, that's terrible. So, I mean, it's just not uncommon, which Mm-mm. it sucks, but that's how, I mean, you look at governments for your hit men, hit women, like all of that. And it's weird. I think with the commission, I, I want to know if they're governed, but like, this is why I love the third movie so much. Cause you saw mm-hmm. more of the government, you saw the United Nations of heroes, like right. the UN. I'm like, does the commission answer them? Like, who the hell? Because is the commission, how do they get put on the commission? Like, are what- they voted in? Like, is it like, is it like a government, like voted in, like Congress, stuff like that? Because I want to know how these heads of people pick out the perfect assassins right. for their stuff. Like, do you, is it one of those things like, oh, when a kid's born, you get all their files, you get all their backstory? Oh, this, this, this. Well, you we know a- how they found Hawks, but for her, like, we don't get that story. We just know that they found her again pretty young. Actually, she looked older than Hawks was. But why, I guess, why would they even take, like, you don't even know what Hawks can do, and you're like, oh, we're just going to train Well, no, 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 with like Hawks, they, they knew that he could control the feathers, because remember, he saved all of those people from the burning bus. That's true, but I guess, like, with them, it's like, oh, this, I guess what their choices are, like, all right, we saw what he can do. Is he a good enough replacement for Lady? And right. now, just thinking about it, like we only see these two. Who was who did she replace? Like, right. how long has this been how going within been the this? right? And my, to me, I was like, for him to be like, "Oh, I'm your replacement," kind of like the direct one after. I'm like, "Oh, they only control one at a time." Because, like, for me, I'm thinking like, you know, the Bonds, whatever. 007 is the best, but you know, there's a 006, there's a 005, like. There's more than one agent. So, like, I think it's kind of naive to also believe that they only have one. Because <laughs> that's that's a lot of eggs in one basket. Like, because what, what if Hawks would have decided, like, you know what, guys, actually, no, this isn't for me. Peace out. I'm taking the skills you gave me and getting the fuck out. I mean, again, it's a psych, it's a character analysis stuff. I mean, you only need one. Look at Naruto. You only need Itachi to take out the whole clan. You picked one. You didn't use all the Ambu. You picked one. That's true. Like, you pick one who... You pick the kindest person who wants peace and all that stuff. And 
like even she was talking about like this is all like a sham and mm-hmm. which it's so interesting and then she's like I, it's she was so jaded by all the stuff and all the things she's like I'd rather have a world that all for one is freaking controlling. Right. When That's bad. Like, okay, 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 okay. Like, you can be detached. You can be all traumatized. You can not believe in the system as it is set up. Cool. Like, I'm not against you. But as soon as she said, like, I'd rather in a world, I'm like, no. Uh, no. No. <laughs> just, just no. Why would you think that is a better world? Like, why? Because at that point, everybody's got free reign. And while, again, yes, a lot of people put freedom as like the top thing to have. But then there's also no level of checks and balances with mm-hmm. all for one. All for one controls everything. So like your freedom, quote unquote, comes with a leash directly to him. And this man is fucking psycho, which she unfortunately decided to learn a little too late. Because when, again, and this is the whole <laughs> the insurance that mother effer oh my god yeah but before we okay. get to get to that okay. too because okay. that's yeah. near the end Midoriya has a power-up we talked we yes. teased it a little bit Midoriya yes. has a power-up another quirk well one his processing has significantly improved in this yeah that war has changed him like from a strategic standpoint from mm-hmm. a fighting ability standpoint but now andrea he has a new quirk that they almost kind of debuted on the low, low. Like if you were, they like, really did. Like they really attention. kind of like threw it out there. It's the third, the third wielder's quirk. Mm-hmm. Um, so the third wielder has decided to help out, and I believe it's called Fu Jin. And yep. if I am understanding it correctly, essentially it's like he's able to store kinetic energy in certain parts of his body and use it to kind of like have explosive movements or explosive speed. Which so. With the quirks now, with that, if you're, like, super, super into, like, comic stuff, each quirk almost is something from, like, a comic book hero-ish. Like, Black Whip, obviously, is, like, the Spider-Man, okay. Spider-Man stuff, or any superhero who uses, like, a grappling hook or so, like, who's, like, right. going around the city. Danger Sense, that is literally from Spider-Man, the Spider-Sense. Uh, smoke screen is stuff for like non-powered like superheroes like a Batman or something yeah. like that to like yeah. kinetic energy one if you've watched this is from Black Panther like his suit stores kinetic energy right he can explode it on impact that's right I forgot so about that H1 is coming from an American type superhero and that is very interesting in the fact that like you can build it up store it and then you can release Explosive versus speed and power. It's literally like Black Panther suit. Mm-hmm. Yes, but which is great. And he's, I, I, I mean, I, I was know, hoping for something a little better. Yeah, which is why. bad. It's bad. But you're like, <laughs> this isn't beating Shigaraki. This isn't beating all for one. It's now just, we only have one left. We have one left, and we we see towards the end of the episode as well. Um, the third wielder going to the second wielder, and again, also I think we kind of glossed over it, but. The first, second, and third wielder all met each other. Mm-hmm. The second and third wielder were storming all for one's, um, I guess, hideout or base or whatever, mm-hmm. yep. and found, you know, the first wielder of one for all locked up in a cage, essentially, a, a dungeon or whatever you want to call it, in a cell. 
And that's where they get into the whole of like, well, why did you rescue me? Like you make that argument about like your enemy is your enemy, no matter what I was holed up in this area, but you still, you know, saved me, blah, 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 whatever. But we see the third wielder going to the second one and the second wielder, you look at his face. He looks like Bakugo. He Mm -hmm. looks like Bakugo, but he's got more of like a orangish pink kind of hair and eye color. But he looks exactly fucking like Bakugo. You know, it's going to be crazy if Bakugo is a descendant of that second user. And that's the the reason One for All didn't kill him in the second movie. Can you, uh, that could be the reason. Because then it makes sense. It's like, all right, there was someone in your family who had this quirk. And by the grace of God, he's like. I don't want to, tr- he could be like, I don't want to fully transfer this quirk to my last descendant of our bloodline because I don't want the burden on him. Something stupid. Or like know, his maybe. body. I'm telling I mean, when people look alike, it's not, it's not no right. reason. Right. You're, you still got money that Nana is like distantly related to Midoriya. Some fuck, somehow, somehow. But going back to, yeah. So I was hoping the quirks that he still had to develop because the new ones for us um in these last couple episodes were smoke screen and the flaw uh flaw so mm-hmm. smoke smoke screen is also useful but i was really hoping for something like something midoriya uses the flaw so freaking well and strategically and the fact that First he has it, right um is great but like we really needed one or two quirks that are really just overpowered i'm really hoping the second quirk is just fucking god tier because also think about it from what we understood or the way i viewed it the second and third were kind of you know the head and co-head of the movement to take down all for one you have to have some some pretty good quirks to even attempt that so i'm really hoping number two's quirk is just Falls to the wall, amazing. Just I want to know when number one died. That too. That too. Because like, since all three of them were alive at the same time, I feel like they had to, and they stated that they basically passed it on between each other in quick succession. So it had to have been that, I, I don't know. Like, I would like to know that story of when it was decided or if they like just kind of took the first wielder captive to try to get more information or something. And then he's like, no, you're a good person here. Let me give you this quirk. But they didn't really know that the quirk was going to build also, like that. It's also crazy how all for one kills all these people, but he never kills them quickly enough to stop the quirk transferring. It's so weird that that's never happened. And and again, right. all of them died. The only one who did not die to him was All Might. All Might's the only person to no, beat no, him. No, because uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Danger sense. Well, he, 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 no, he yeah. died of old age. He died of, well, he was the one who didn't want to go fight him, but well, everyone else. The fourth and the fifth both were like, when we had the quirk, we just focused on, you know, laying low and training and building it up. So yeah. I don't, I don't know that the dude with Black Whip was killed by, by him. Let's assume he is. Okay. Nana died to him. The second and third probably died to him. Like, All Might's the only person with one for all who has beaten all for one. That's true. Yes, 100%. Beat him twice. So, it's kind of crazy if All Might 
Well, All Might thought he killed him the first time, but... Honestly, like, with the amount of, like, support that is needed to keep him alive, and this is where, like, I understand the Hippocratic Oath, but, like, come on, the world's worst supervillain, can't you just, like, let him go? He didn't have to let him, I mean, oh, you mean when he was... I'm talking about the the medical, like, because, like, obviously after the war, even the harmed villains, you have to take them to the hospital, they have to, like, that's, you have to, but I'm just like, like... Oh, he needs so much medical, like whatever. It's like, couldn't we have just like, couldn't we have just like, you know, couldn't somebody have just like tripped and pulled the plug accidentally or something? <laughs> something. But yeah, yeah so that's, that, that's not okay, and I don't actually believe that. <laughs> but it's interesting too, like seeing Midoriya's thing because Midoriya beats her, and yeah. like this is someone who Hawks was like, hey, I'd run. like now you're like Midoriya's beating people. Hawks is afraid of. He's he's reaching a, a higher level. Of power he, beats. He, he's using he's when when he said foe one hundred percent. I'm like, yo, you found a way. You Midoriya, you found a way to get things through without hurting yourself. Thank God. Also, call back to um, Melissa, her support items that she developed. Yep. He has yep. them reinforcing his arms. Thankfully, so he's mm-hmm. not getting hurt. But these are cannon, man. <laughs> yes, yes. So. Man, just when he was like inc- using um one for all and then using the other quirks in tandem kind of created that faux 100% type impact and it was it was beautiful and he did it twice if i recall. Yeah. He was able to do it twice. Back to Melissa, i don't know why that he all might doesn't get her to Japan ASAP like you're probably going to need more tech for this final battle and if all for one also, goes and blows, we haven't blows. seen Hatsume in a minute, and like her, I mean, her tech is not nearly as good as Melissa's, but like still, like I don't think we're gonna see anyone in the school for a minute. We're we're not gonna see anybody ever again, honestly. At this yeah. point, I mean, we I don't think we're gonna see much of Class One A until season seven. Um, well, there's five episodes left. That's true. next one. Next one is called Friend. Who knows if I don't know who is referring to, so we'll see, but. Ooh, that's that's a good point. But um, with Melissa too, it's like again from a like every superhero has like that person in the chair who's like you know the emotional thing like all mine is. But then you have the tech person. Yeah, Melissa's the tech person. Like, what if all for one's like, oh, you know what? I don't want Midoriya getting tech. I'm going to go blow up America. <laughs> <laughs> like. I mean, I mean, don't, I, I, it's I not think... something he put. Don't put it past him, but no, you, you can't. But Midoriya, he hit a he hit a Bakugo. It was an absolute victory. He beat yes. he beat Lady physically, and he was able to get through her mentally. To, yes. Like it was a total defeat. Like oh, you know, these people aren't so bad. Yada and yada. The way he did it too, it was just uh, it was so uh, like it it touched my heart because again, like. I didn't necessarily 100% disagree with her. Like, I understand why, whatever, but like, I know I wouldn't have had the words, like, how I would have wanted to explain or like how to get through. And it was just so, mm, it was heartwarming. It was well done. The whole that, you know, her right arm, which is the one with the gun, was going to be the commission told her was like, you're going to make this country safer essentially like with that right arm of yours she was the the right arm is the the winner soldier yeah that's what she was yep and then 
All for one said, "F your F your happy endings." That is yes, basically what he said. Blew her up. That you know what that reminded me of? Mm. Kibutsuji when he gives his blood. That if the demons start like use his name, whatever he mm-hmm. goes and he fucking just nerfs them, just kills them. All for one had a plan. He's like, you know, just in case you do like, fail. Cute, <laughs> lol, Jk. Oh, with the giant ass grin on his face and just like, ugh. He's terrible. Like, he was just, it's funny too. He's like, you know, if you fail, I have a plan. You start talking, I have a plan. A plan. Because she said, because now when we talk about the end, she said, in two months, I was supposed to bring this person. And there's other assassins out there. We're supposed to bring Midoriya yeah. to this, whatever. I already forget the location, but it's a location in mm-hmm. two months. So that means in two months, this final battle is supposed to happen. Yep. Which they can't wait the two months because obviously if it's two months, that means in two months, Shigaraki's everything's gonna be a hundred percent. You gotta they almost gotta go now. Right. <laughs> Which and they the won't, but is, they need when to. I, when I first watched it, I was like, Oh, so that's where they are. Like they're gonna go get him. And I was like, wait a minute. He's not that dumb. He's gonna go there <laughs> probably a couple days before the two month mark. He's not there now. He's not that dumb. Or he's all for one lie, all for one lie to Lady, and like that's not the real location he's at. That's just going to be someone who picks him up. Because again, this guy is different. He's um. Uh, then you see Overhaul because he gets an Endeavor gets him from the top of the building, and he's talking yeah. about who he wants to apologize to the old guy who gave him a life. Which again, I have no problem with the old guy. Like I know, like I understand why. But then Midoriya, like you talked about earlier in the episode, like. He's a he's matured significantly in this season, like, and he's like, "Oh, you want to apologize to the old person? I'll honor that if you go show that same thing to Aerie." And I'm like, mm. "I, I, I'm one, you're not going back to the school, so I don't know how the fuck you're doing that." Right. <laughs> For me, my other thing was like, Midoriya, like that. I don't know that that apology is anything that would help Aerie. That Aerie would appreciate. Like, maybe she would, and that's great, but, like, it's kind of that idea to me of, like, make having an offender, like, force an offender to apologize to the victim, mm-hmm. and the victim didn't necessarily ask for that, and might not want to, you know, see them, hear them, be in the same physical space as them ever again. Um, and the other thing for me is the fact that when Midoriya is, like, do you remember Aerie? Do you remember what you did to her? And again, he's not all there mentally. But for him to just kind of be like, Aerie. Oh, yeah. And then for Midori to be like, I need you to direct that, like, apology towards Aerie. It was like, he's not even fully, like, he doesn't fully grasp the level of hurt and pain and, like, trauma that he inflicted on this small child and you want him to I don't want to say fake the apology because I'm maybe he does mean it but the fact that his primary focus is I need to apologize to this man to redirect it to somebody it's not intended to it just comes across as like icky to me like it makes me feel uncomfortable it makes me feel like it's going to be disingenuine um also my She's she's still a small child. She's like eight, nine years old. Like, 
Uh, I, I would have I would have wanted her co-signing on this beforehand. Like I would have wanted her to be like, and I'm sure honestly, honestly, if they do meet up, I'm sure Midoriya is gonna be like, hey Aerie, you know, Chisaki's, you know, outside or Ch- Chisaki's over here. Um, he wants to apologize to you. Like, do you want to see? Like, I don't think they're gonna he's gonna force her to hear that apology, but I just thought that was kind of weird. I I that made me feel a little uncomfortable, honestly. Um, so these these situations are why when you're doing podcasts with people or discussions, especially about anime, how people can watch the same exact episode and think of two completely different things. And then when you hear someone, you're like, oh, that makes sense. So what's your stuff does make sense. But when I heard that, mm-hmm. I was like, Midoriya, you freaking dumbass. You just saw all for <laughs> one planted a thing and lady and blew her up. What if he has something in overhaul too? And when right. he sees Aerie, it takes Aerie. I did not consider that at all because, like, from what I could, well, obviously, Midoriya doesn't know anything. He but doesn't, but it's like, from what we saw, like, all, um, one for all, all for one, excuse me, all for one didn't approach Chizaki specifically. So, like, we saw on screen. Head, I was kind of like, okay, like, He's just ignoring that dude. Whatever. But you, that's total. Oh my God. That's totally. That's totally a possibility. Holy or, shit. I mean, you get in a situation where, like, yeah, like that stuff, or it triggers, it triggers, um, overhaul. It's like, oh, you're here. You can rewind my arms. And he has that's a. Where, and that's where I thought it was going to. That's where it can my go there, too. Thing- it can go there, but all for one could be have a bug in his ear, like, hmm, what's rewind? What? Because he's what listening to do? overhaul. Yeah. Fuck. Like, I just feel like he was being too happy. I don't, I mean, if this does happen, I think it'd be at the end of the series. It can't right. happen now. It cannot happen right now. I don't know. My, but, other, thought, my other thing, my my other prediction as I was watching it happen is Aerie is so kind-hearted. Aerie is a good person. She's going to do it. I think I think she would do it unprompted. I think she would be, you know, she would hear that apology and, you know, probably she probably knows about her grandfather. Um she oh, probably that's... also is aware that her grandfather didn't want this happening to her. Um so I wonder if, you know, with the heartfelt apology blah 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 blah, Ari would be like, you know, I I forgive you. Can you put my grandpa back but the other thing about that is technically Aerie has the power to put her grandpa back to normal herself she just has to know where he's located i don't know if i mean all that stuff but that'd be a great thing to have you know sugar rocky's gonna be 100 percent Aerie's kind-heartedness and midoriya not thinking gives overall his full powers back that'd just be great that would that uh, yes i don't know my thing is i think Aerie's gonna have full control of her power and we might have to do backpack area again so Midoriya is able to beat Shigaraki I mean I'd even be if if Aerie has full control over power that even makes her more of a target yeah because I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna go kill people UA anyway Eraser's getting killed there's no way all for ones like that man live I'm back on it okay my other thing for him is he's got an eye patch we see him with an actual eye patch so I'm like shit does that mean he only has the one eye and so his quirk is half as powerful? What if he needs both eyes for it to activate? Well, he was the only sensei of this 
past 10 years ish and who didn't have an eye patch of some sort yeah that's true so they had uh, to my hero's like all right we finally got to get ours too yeah. <laughs> but it, it was a way to episode then you see midoriya getting ang more angry the rage building about all for one swelling up yeah so then that's how it ends and then we have friend and then the next time we come back like i said earlier that'll be the end of season six. Oh man oh man which i don't i think of these next four episodes i i think we're gonna have a return of do we have a rematch of midoriya versus stain like i i think oh that's, God, that's right while he's out I was there now. The episode, I was wondering if Stain was going to come in and help him because, like, Stain, um, because Stain deemed him worthy. So, like, I honestly thought for a half a second, um, when it seemed like Midoriya was caught that by Lady Naga, that Stain would show up and help him. I that's what I thought was going to happen. I didn't, yeah. Oh, can we also talk about All Might's moment of just like. Owing those thugs, people. <laughs> yes, that the thugs basically nerfed the car and then they realized, like, hey, oh my, like one of them is like, hey, oh my God, it's All Might. Like, oh, we should like leave. And then the other dude's like, nah, like, look at him. He's all skinny. He can't do shit to us. <laughs> and All Might's just like, move. And they're just like struck with fear. And I'm like, yes. Also, I noticed recently, so. During earlier seasons in uh, All Might's, you know, like, quote-unquote civilian form, mm -hmm. um, he was always very hunched over and very, like, he still looks weak. He's still skinny. But in these scenes, we see him completely standing upright. We see mm -hmm. him with, the, like, his shoulders back. Like, he is, like, his physical presence is still is there again instead of being hunched over and, like, kind of, like... Yeah, like that... Extra that decrepit, I guess. Like the, I guess, what, what Stane was calling it, like the killing intent, all that stuff. They're like, yeah, it might be skinny, but we don't want to mess with I will say, I do like this fit they have them in right now. Yes. Like, I, I, yeah. I like the fit. Like, I yes. really do. And Same. honestly, I wanted the thugs to attack him because I wanted to I wanted, see him, I wanted to see him throw hands. I wanted to see him go hand to hand. Just like, because I mean, he had to know how to fight. Um, oh, yeah. Like, so like, he still knows how to fight. Fight. he's just mm -hmm. not as physically strong anymore so yeah no i wanted to see that too i was hoping i was hoping i thought but he was, thought gonna it was scare them. That his whole that his determination to be like nothing bad in this world is gonna happen to midori unless i'm fucking dead and it was like oh okay well i thought he was gonna scare them by just quickly just going to the muscle form real quick no i don't think he can do that anymore he can't that was like his thing because remember he did that when he lost his quirk to talk to Midoriya's mom. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah, he right. can still do it. It's just he can only be in that form for like a Seconds. second. But yeah. like that would if they would have saw big old See, old I think, <laughs> I think I think as time has progressed, though, I don't think he can anymore because I think that's part of why his vestige inside Midoriya is becoming more clear. Like it's still that kind of golden swirly whatever because he's still alive. Mm hmm. But I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe you're totally right, but I feel like, because when that happened, it was what, season four? Mm hmm So it's two seasons on. It's several months on. My guess also is I feel like maybe All Might doesn't do it because then since the quirk is tied between vestiges, I'm guessing if he turns it on, he's pulling from some of that power. 
instead of just letting it all go and just be in Midoriya, if that makes sense. Like, I know they're not physically tied together or tethered together, but in my head, that makes sense. (laughs) Maybe that doesn't actually make sense, but to me, in my head, that makes sense. I would also say, just to go back to that thing, like, well, all the other users, so they hear one for all, either you died of old age or all for one killed you. No in between. He's the only one who survived and all that stuff, but those were the four episodes that happened. The next one is Friend. We don't know who is being referred to. I, I feel clips. like Friend is probably about Bakugo. Could be. It could be. Or it could be about someone else. I mean, we do not know. It could be someone else talking about their friend. That's true. That's true. I think I'd, I I feel safe betting money that it's probably Bakugo. Mm-hmm. I would like. I would like. We'll see. Or maybe, ooh, maybe because we kind of see towards the very end, you know, the third vestige talking to the second one about like hey like we got to do this man maybe it's going to be about them and their friendship could be it's it's going to be something and these are the last four episodes of season six and then you wait for a season seven announcement but andrew anything else you'd like to say about these next these past four episodes of my hero academia season six Watching Midoriya's evolution and watching him grow. Um, also, I feel like his insecurity um, mm-hmm. or maybe slightly lack of self-confidence is gone at this point. That he Maybe not that he's completely self-assured, but he is very like, okay, this is what I can do. This is what I need to work on. And we need to do it ASAP. So he's very hyper-focused. And it's, I find that, admirable and very like it makes me happy to see that instead of I don't know I it doesn't make sense to have him have like you know the muttering stuttering kind of downward spiral at -hmm. these times when it's like so serious but I feel like with some of his insecure tendencies previous I wondered if they might have thrown in there just kind of moments where it's like, oh, my God, can I really do this? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm glad they haven't. Um, It would be normal for him to have some of it. But I really appreciate kind of seeing him fully like. This is what I need to do. And he's fully invested. He's fully. Immersed himself in it and he doesn't hasn't shown any level of doubt. Actually, I kind of get the feeling, I think I already said this earlier, but I get the feeling at the end of this episode, seeing that rage build, um, I feel like he might actually strike out on his own own, that he might actually leave the covert team. Potentially. I I think with Midoriya, it's going to be one of those things where um, in the Naruto thing, where Naruto like, oh, I'm going to win the war all by myself, and then Itachi's like, that's not how you do things. Like That, that moment for him is going to come, and that's how he's going to Right. Reunite with and I'm pretty class sure 1A and all gonna, that right. And I think that's Uraka is gonna be the one that tells him is like you can't do You this really think so? You think it's gonna be her? I think I think it might be. I think everybody else will show up, but for that moment to like get through to him, it'll be Uraka just like Hinata's slap to Naruto. I think it'll be Bakugo. Hmm. Just because it's like if you hear like someone who hasn't well i mean now because of total victory but like really emphasizing teamwork Mm -hmm. 
it's like I think that's Midori's gonna be like, well, if Baku was talking about like teamwork and all that stuff, because oh, it's weird. Because I mean, he wrote all those letters and stuff. Even though I hate their relationship, at least Sasuke said bye to Sakura when he left. Like when he left the village apart. Well, when that's he... because Sakura was physically there. Like if Sakura Midoriya could have showed there... up at the school and said bye to Uraraka before he left. I mean, it'll be weird because their stuff's just going to like super, well, if he survives. And then like they get married like super quick and all that stuff post mm-hmm. whatever the hell this all this stuff is over. But I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see because last time in season four when he was down, it was Ida who got him back on track when they were doing the lunch thing. So. Yeah. We'll see. Or it could be Todoroki. Well, it, was, it was Ida and Todoroki. Yeah, Todoroki it could, it could be them again. Like, hey, like, because Midoriya was like, you know, heroes, you know, don't cry or whatever. And Todoroki's like, no, they do if they need to. And it was like, yeah. fuck. It could be it could be Todoroki's like, hey, man, if I never met you, my family wouldn't be what it is right now. So mm-hmm. I I wouldn't be what I am. And the fact that Todoroki's shift is kind of what is keeping his family afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think if Todoroki had continued his way, he wouldn't have turned into a villain, obviously, but I think, I don't think his family would have come to the level of understanding. I'll say, I won't say reconciliation, but understanding within each other. Um, if he was still hate, hate, hate central. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll be back in, Literally one month from today, that'd be the end of March, and we'll be back. Ready? Final four episodes. Anything else? Oh man, no. Uh, well, honestly, I kind of wish there was more material so we could have another movie. Um, just because I want my hero. Well, we don't know. Something, (laughs) something could be in the works. You think? I don't. I feel like. I mean, none of these movies were like from the manga. I mean, they were like they make sense that they were placed, but it's not like. You can read about these the movies. Movie, the second one. Two was, heroes. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. that was canon. I mean, they all are, but it's not like well, it's canon oh, to the an- okay, yeah, canon to like the anime. Like this happened, yeah. this, this, this. Yeah, but it's not like they weren't like in the original manga. Got you. Because you think about it, we're talking about vigilantes. They could do the My Hero Vigilante movie. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be freaking cool. <sighs> When you have cash cows like these, unless they are really out of ideas, then I, there could be another movie. We just don't know when. True. But with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. Leave your comments down below wherever you listen. Uh, we'll be back literally one month from now talking about the end of season six and how we feel about it. Absolutely. That being said, take care. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.